Welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership for Physicians podcast. Here, we explore the central topics of intentional life design, boundaries, health, wellness, and leadership for physicians. I am dedicated to helping you create meaningful structures in your life that support both professional and personal growth. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Rachel Miller. I've tackled some of the same issues that many of us in the medical field struggle with, such as creating meaningful connections, imposter syndrome, and having a life outside of the office. Join me each week as my guests and I tackle these topics and so much more. Delivering content that shows you the importance of investing time into yourself beyond caring for those around you. Tap the follow button so you never miss an episode. Hey friends, I hope you all are having a wonderful day. Today is going to be the first of a two-part series. I want to talk about some of the struggles that I oftentimes see with some of the chief medical officers in their positions and how we can work to improve healthcare in this way. So if you've been listening for a while, you probably know my stance on how I feel that strong physician leadership is what's going to help us get out of this healthcare crisis. And we need strong physician leaders to lead this improvement in healthcare. So I want to talk specifically about the chief medical officer role and some of the struggles that they face and how we can work to improve that. Like I said, this is going to be a two-part. Today, we're going to talk about the first part and specifically about some of the challenges that CMOs face and why they have challenges and also give a little bit of background on some of the responsibilities that CMOs have. And I know that everyone who listens to this, and most people who listen to this aren't necessarily in that CMO role, but they may be interested in leadership positions, and they may not necessarily understand what it is that they do, what their responsibilities are, and how they actually contribute to the overall healthcare system. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. And the second part, I'm going to talk about some of the leadership strategies for success and some of the tips that uh, may be beneficial for these leaders in healthcare organizations. So the healthcare landscape is constantly evolving, and it's dramatically different now than it was 5, 10, 15 years from now. And there's new challenges and opportunities that arise for different reasons. One is because that there are so many technological advancements nowadays that we see. Another challenge that we see is the patient demographics as well. That has changed for many organizations. A third reason why there are challenges is because policies are constantly evolving and constantly changing. And there is a shift to uh, value-based care. And there's so many regulatory agencies out there that have regulations and recommendations that are changing on a daily basis. When the environment is so dynamic, this makes that CMO role, that chief medical officer role, so critical because they are tasked with navigating a lot of these complexities in healthcare and 
they really do drive the change within healthcare organization. You know, I feel like as we go further and discuss this, some of the challenges that CMOs have, I feel like I've got a really unique perspective on this for a couple of different reasons. One is that I'm an active physician. I'm an OBGYN and I currently work in a very large organization that spans numerous states. Also, I'm an executive coach and work with frontline leaders as well as C-suite executives. And I have relationships with other coaches who are working with other C-suite leaders and organizations. I'm also involved with organizations that have leaders who are non-clinical. So organizations that are primarily purely administrative based, as well as organizations that are mainly clinical based. So I have this unique perspective of working in it and coaching those frontline leaders, as well as working with those who are in the suite. So I have a very unique perspective on some of these. And if you're in the C-suite, you may already know some of these challenges that I'll talk about. But for those of you who are interested in C-suite or want to have a better understanding on some of the C-suite challenges that they have or why there are challenges that they have, some of these things that I talk about a little bit later may be valuable to you. In the second episode, we'll talk about how to handle some of these challenges and really go into detail about some tips as well as some opportunities of how you can learn more so that you can develop your leadership acumen and develop your the way that you're interacting with others and communicating with others so that you can affect change uh, more readily. So first, let's talk about the role of the chief medical officer. And I will say that recently, a lot of the chief medical officers are now called chief physician executive. So if you see chief physician executive and chief medical officer, they're essentially the same thing. And the titles are oftentimes used interchangeably. But they are a key member of the executive team. And their role is to oversee the quality and safety of patient care. They also provide a strategic direction for the clinical services of an organization and ensure compliance with the regulatory standards, especially as it relates to physicians and the frontline medical staff who are caring for physicians. They also play a significant role in the decision-making processes as it relates to the clinical operations and financial management and organizational growth. A lot of them still have clinical responsibilities for patient care because of their experience of being a physician and their experience of diagnosing and treating medical illnesses and providing preventative care and also working with other healthcare professionals, their experience plays an integral role as a member of the C-suite. So that's just a little bit of the background of the roles and the responsibility that a CMO has. One of the 
challenges that, well, I'll first start and just kind of list some of the challenges and then I'll go back and speak more in depth about the challenges that they face. One of the challenges that there can be is this perceived conflict of interest. That's one. The next we'll talk about is this concern that there's this corporatization of medicine from the physicians who are on the front line. The third would be communication challenges that are there. And then the last we'll talk about is some of the lesser known challenges that members of the C-suite have as it relates to some of the compliance issues that they have to deal with. So let's talk about the first challenge, this conflict of interest. One of the most common things that those in the C-suite come to me with is really feeling like they're stuck in the middle. They have this desire to improve an organization from an administrative standpoint, but they also feel like they have a duty and responsibility to the physicians itself. So I want to put a name to this and really get more granular to that feeling of being stuck in the middle. And I think where it comes from is from a physician standpoint, there can potentially be the perception that this dual role, when a physician is in this dual role, they will prioritize administrative and financial objectives over patient care. Trust me, these conversations are happening everywhere and they're happening every day. And there are some ways to address them. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that next time as it relates to communication and relationships and emotional intelligence. So let's talk about the second one. And those are concerns about the corporatization of medicine Now, we all know that organizations and healthcare organizations are getting larger and there are mergers, there are acquisitions, there are closures of hospitals, and things are very different than they have been in the past. And there are concerns that all of these changes and these constant changes can compromise patient care, and the physician-patient relationship. So the third challenge is some of the communication barriers that are there. You know, I was having a conversation last week with a physician leader, and he is well-liked. He has an amazing spirit and a really bright future as a leader and has a great personality, and I think that he would go far in his leadership potential. But he told me that he feels like his efforts to improve healthcare in a leadership role would be a waste of time and a waste of energy because nobody would actually listen to him, and he feels that nobody in administration would actually care for the work that he does as a physician And I think the challenge is really communication. It comes down to communication, how we communicate, um, and most importantly, understanding what our communication preferences are. And as we continue to have this conversation next week, I'll address 
some of these things and how we can get past some of these communication barriers so that we can improve healthcare and can inspire these other potential leaders to want to take on leadership opportunities and want to take on leadership roles. Because as you know, I do believe that we are the key to improving leadership in general. So another challenge that CMOs have is that there's a lot that's going on from an administrative perspective that frontline physicians don't know about. There are things that are happening in healthcare that are really big and affect healthcare as a whole and affect the whole system and not just nationally, but statewide or system-wide. For one, there's been a lot of talk about Medicaid expansion and how that will affect a system. I know these conversations are happening on a system level, but a lot of physicians have no idea about what's going on. And there are decisions that are being had that affect frontline physicians and affect departments. And we don't have the words to be able to concisely communicate all of the other things that are going on that a C-suite deals with. And so in another example is the compliance issues. There are so many compliance issues as it relates to CMS, which is the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. And CMS deals with the billing and reimbursement and quality and reporting to maintain the participation in Medicare and Medicaid programs. You know, there's constant change as it relates to CMS. And there are decisions that are being made that you may not necessarily want to communicate the details, but some of these concepts can be communicated with so that we can allow the frontline physicians to be able to understand the challenges and all of the things that you are considering when making the decisions that you're making. Another one is joint commission. Joint commission, we I think <laughs> the most of us know joint commission as we have to have the water in the <laughs> the nurses station because joint commission's here. We've got to we've got to clean up. We've got to make sure there's you know our workstations are in perfect order because joint commission's here. We have to make sure we say everything in the timeout exactly right because joint commission's here and they are really important for you know making sure that we are providing high quality care and. All of the institutions have a commitment to excellence in in patient care. And so there are conversations that are being had from an executive level that a lot of the frontline physicians don't necessarily know about. So there are challenges that arise and we as C-suite folks don't know how to communicate some of the challenges to the people that we lead. And there's this disconnect between I'm a physician, I care about the patients, but then I'm also an administrator and I have a responsibility to administration. I was working with an individual and said that it's lonely at the top. I'm dealing with a lot of these challenges and I feel like I don't have anybody to speak with about this. I have these challenges because I'm a physician at heart, but I'm also an administrator and I have this responsibility to the organization and I feel stuck in the middle and I don't feel like I have anyone to talk to. I don't have feel like I have anyone to 
express some of my concerns with. So, you know, I want to wrap up with that it can be lonely at the top and you may not have anyone to talk to. Um, And so I think that that's one of the last challenges is really being able to have someone that you can vent, you can relate to because this role is such a unique position that you're in. So thank you for listening to this episode. The next episode, we're going to talk about some strategies for success and how we can move forward and address each and every one of these concerns so that we can lead better and ultimately improve healthcare for the betterment of everyone. So thanks for listening and stay tuned to part two. Thanks for tuning in to this Life, Love, and Leadership for Physicians episode. Did you have an aha moment? I'd love it if you shared it with me on Instagram at drrachelmillermd. That's drrachelmillermd. If you love the show and want to hear more, follow the podcast and give me a rating and a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like for me to cover or a guest you'd like for me to have on the show, please let me know. I love your suggestions.